Jared was not showing, I checked. Mm-hmm. He's in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and his coordinates are. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm actually got a tracker on him. Um, <laughs> he's coming to Vancouver soon. I'm gonna maybe try and okay, I'm gonna follow him to the subway. <laughs> no, he tells me chloroform. <laughs> I know. I sound like such. A, I just sound like such a freak. <laughs> he tells people to come. He told me to come here to his house. <laughs> I'm at the hotel because he wanted me here. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know how sometimes you're scrolling at night with your phone over your face as you lie in bed, holding it just perfectly so you don't get bonked on the chin? Self-bonked, if you will. And sometimes you just do. And, you know, I hate when that happens. So this episode is the opposite of that Instead of bonked in the face, it it's like you're levitating to heaven. It's it's like the Dua Lipa song. It's for I mean for real. This might be our best episode yet. It's full of ha has and LOLs, and we introduce a very important segment called uh, psychotic behavior, which ends up actually really warming your heart. So yeah, uh, one reminder. This podcast is jokes. Jokes. We're joking, people. We are not going to stalk Jared Freed. We are not going to follow him around the West Village. We are not on our knees every night praying that he hears this episode. No. This is just for fun. And, you know, if, if he happens if he happens to listen, I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't complain. That's for sure. But uh, just, just keep that in mind, you know. Don't take it seriously. Breathe in, breathe out. You'll, you'll get back to that at the end. You'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, if this podcast makes you laugh for one second, which, I mean, I almost guarantee it will, then all I ask is please share that love. Consider sending it, maybe even at the moment that made you giggle, to your BFF, your boyfriend, your old roommate, your partner, your sibling, or even your funny aunt who you only see at random holidays or weddings. Share that love and they will feel the love especially if if they hear this part um yeah so here goes and go birds so the first thing is i think we should give a little update okay (laughs) what are we gonna update on (laughs) our lives okay (laughs) since i last saw you um then I feel like we have your topics, the topics. Mm-hmm. I almost think we need to have a little segment for that, topics. Well, isn't that the whole podcast is topics? <laughs> what else do we do? We get very distracted. And well, that's the podcast as well. <laughs> um, I think then we have a segment after our topics called psychotic behavior. Oh. And then we introduce not, things. Not that we just scream. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back because to I... me screaming. <laughs> One of my favorite vines. Oh my gosh. Uh-oh. Okay, so just to recap, here's our schedule. Okay. Update, <laughs> topics, psychotic behavior. Okay. That's a great schedule. Excited for this. <laughs> what podcast wouldn't want these elements? <laughs> You're right. Put it on the schedule. Intro. It's happening right now. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome. Sarah, (laughs) 
<laughs> I am fresh off the car from mm. New York. New York. Yeah. My concrete dreams were made. <laughs> um, found out we had someone else listen to one of our eps. Who listened? One of my friends in New York who is a doctor. Um, I'm just going to say it. Shout out Jocelyn. Hi, Jocelyn. Which, We've never met. You've never met Jocelyn? I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. Shocking, really. I haven't met most of them. <laughs> them. You know. <laughs> the people on planet Earth. Yeah. That's, that's real true. I, I think you have met most of them. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, though. Ugh, this is skipping a little bit ahead to the psychotic behavior. Ooh. Sometimes I wonder... How many people I've seen with my eyeballs in yeah. real life? Mm. What percentage of the world? And how many of them have died? Oh my gosh. I mean, this came up last night. People are really out there dying. <laughs> well, how did that come up? <laughs> that in another segment? Um, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> so, Jocelyn said she listened to, I think maybe her first episode, which is a classic mm-hmm. from when I sampled it like a year later listening. Oh, oh. It's been it's a year. year. Oh our, my gosh. Our year Twitter anniversary was Con- like yesterday. Oh my gosh. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. To you. Congratulations. <laughs> We're so popular. We didn't even do one episode a month. There was no schedule. There was no planning. <laughs> it was complete chaos. Yeah, we really have like a year's worth of content, actually, if you look back. Yeah, we have essentially probably four unpublished episodes that may never get published. <laughs> probably never. We should put them in like a time capsule. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this whole thing is kind of its own time time capsule if you start to think about it Mm -hmm. um actually all of your life is a time capsule (laughs) in your brain your brain's the dirt Um, i think your your brain is the capsule and your body's the dirt oh don't ever call my body dirt again (laughs) don't look at my fingernails don't get too close to smell me whoa (laughs) um yeah fresh off the car from new york and Mm -hmm. let me tell you it was nice Mm mm-hmm but driving mom's Buick. Uh, not to Buick. Good grief. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did I do this to myself? Yeah, we were all, the whole family was like, why do you want to take that car to New York? And Kristen's like, it'll be fine. I love it. It won't be trouble at all. I mean, the thing that's nice is being in a car as opposed to waiting for the megabus. I mean, so much transportation time, mm-hmm. just being cold, waiting outside in the New York winter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was raining the one day, so mm-hmm. that would have been another component. But, Yeah, I was really reflecting because I was driving the Buick and driving into the city. I even called Jocelyn. I'm like, yeah, technically, I think I'm in Staten Island. So you're technically in the city. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so I'm an hour away. Mm. (laughs) And it's just insane. It's so massively big. And it was like 5 p.m. on a a Thursday, which I'm like. Oh, great time. (laughs) I know. I was like, oh, yeah, rush hour. Amazing. Um, There was one moment where there were two turning lanes going left. And the car in front of, like, t- technically on the right side of me was turning left and mm-hmm. was so close to my car. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're about to scrape. Mm-hmm. We're about to cheese grade. Mm-hmm. And miraculously, we did not. But uh, what a blessing. What I realized, it's nice to be blessed mm-hmm. <laughs> and recognize your blessings. <laughs> and highly favored. <laughs> highly favored when you're driving. Mm-hmm. What I realized is... I am completely just resigned to fate while driving. Oh. (laughs) I have no fear. I'm not nervous about it. And sometimes I'm like, I should be. Mm. But that's... So you're saying, wow. Like, I... (laughs) 
I then realized how unresigned to fate I am while flying. Huh. I'm like always like gripping the seats and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I think it's because I feel no sense of control and you just can't even stop the airplane <laughs> to get off. Right. I had a dream even about this last night and I'm, I, I think I'm trying to process this. That's why I partially wanted to bring it up. Hmm. But the Buick, I mean, I also. That makes me feel fear just being inside <laughs> well i mean it's so massive it's like you're you just feel like there's like a whole bus behind you yeah our so family loves a biggish car our mother loves a biggish she car loves well especially. she calls the buick a van it's not a van it's an suv but <laughs> it is extremely van like yeah and i don't know how it is that it drives and then my phone also wouldn't stick on the magnetic thing that she had in there. Oh, yeah. Forget it. <laughs> I was, I was no, like, like, you have to get, like, a magnetic attachment. You can just put your phone I think raw. I have one. You have a magnetic attachment? Well, they have them in the phone cases sometimes. Oh, but oh. hers is, like, a special one. Well, I don't know if it's special. I just think you have to have, like... I mean... Well, hers also doesn't stay that well. I was well. going to say, I don't <laughs> think it works. So then my phone has to be, like, down by the cup holders. So when I have to, like... I oh, have, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> no, where you're yeah, going. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Which I was, like, a whole... I'm not used to that because I didn't even... I didn't even foresee that being an issue until mm-hmm. I started driving. Mm-hmm. So then I'm looking down at the cup holders. I'm looking up. And then you're, like... The way it drives, how it handles, I'm like making myself car sick while driving. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was not my that part <laughs> that sounds was not terrible. My favorite. I would have had a breakdown. Yeah, that. but we made it. And then actually the craziest part of everything was I I got parking directly in front of Moulier and Troy's apartment when I got there. Wow. Which I was like birthday parking. <laughs> You're talking to our uncle. Gosh, I was just going to say blessed, but I forgot that that's like a thing. Yeah, it was great because then the next day I had to move it when I like drove Jocelyn to the airport and then it took me like 30 minutes to find parking again, Mm. which circling parking in my life really makes you think about things. Circling parking my life? You know what I mean. (laughs) Don't say that like that. Don't you even... Don't, don't repeat what I said. Hey, you act like I said a thing you don't understand. You know what I mean, and I said it, and you understood it. That is a thing <laughs> to divert uselessly. Uh-huh. How that I might want to break is, like, I think it's annoying when people, like, online, like, they have, like, a typo, and people are like, oh, what did you mean? Like, I don't understand, yeah. like, where's car? And it's like, you know, where's the car? Yeah. If you... <laughs> the drift there it's like you do get it and i did get the general ethos of what you're saying Mm -hmm. but circling car my life did leave a couple (laughs) of pieces that i needed to be filled in listen we'll return to this in psychotic behavior please hold your questions till then (laughs) can't be psychotic right now um yeah but i saw okay oh my gosh the other thing was i saw a comedy show so we were gonna go to the comedy cellar Mm. but it said sold out my comedy podcast that i listened to (laughs) it's actually a dating podcast by a comedian Mm -hmm. Jared Freed, huge shout out. No free promo to other podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I want to give it for free because okay. I'm giving it for free. Because <laughs> first of all, I it's just really cracking me up recently. It is so rare that I will laugh out loud while listening to something. Mm-hmm. And I am I will be tickled pink. I can't even help myself. I'll mm-hmm. be laughing. They're just their little quips and their little mm-hmm. tips and tricks. It is a and it's the You Up podcast versus he has a different one called the J Train podcast, which mm-hmm. actually I loved that one more initially. I found this guy because Jocelyn and I went to the Comedy Cellar like years, like maybe five years ago, hmm. and saw him live as excuse me as the MC at his show. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, um, I don't know, just like impressed by his work. And I was like, I'll follow him on Instagram. I didn't even follow any of the comics that were like actually hmm. performing that day, but I followed him. And then I found out that he has this podcast. So I feel it's like it's very this like, you know, I feel this weird bond, definitely parasocial relationship vibes. Yeah. Because I know about his life. He lives in the West Village. Oh. He's from Boston. Address. He went to Penn State. Yeah. <laughs> he always goes to Boca to see his parents. It gets stalkery, but he gives all these details away. I yeah. was walking around the West Village, actually, and I was like, he always recommends little bars and stuff. I'm like, maybe I should make a list every time he recommends a bar. Mm. And then I was like, that is creepy and weird. And, like, I publish it into this list, like, Jared's list. Oh, don't publish it. <laughs> well, like, a list, like a blog, blog list. But it's a, he just says it on a podcast. I'm just curating the information that he has all spread out that you have to listen to. Yeah. But curation versus dissemination. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's well, like you could curate someone's address. but <laughs> I'm not curating. You're going to get to the world. That. That's not, see, the thing is, it's recommendations. Anyway, I know. I feel so creepy. I, like... <laughs> Now I, like, start to think about things, and I'm like, I wonder, because I have people write in, mm-hmm. I'm like, I wonder if I wrote in how vicious their, like, Whoa. tear down on me would be, because sometimes they don't hold back. Like, I was just listening to one on the drive home, mm-hmm. and they were like, the girl wrote in, and she's like, this guy used this coupon, <laughs> and, like, blah, blah, She's like, and it kind of gave me the ick, but you gotta eat dinner, and so, and, and, and then he's like... Now she gave me the ick, like Jared said this. He's yeah. like, they're perfect for each other. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, go on. I think I'd be pro coupon usage. They talked about this. They were like, they said, if you're like someone who's like, got this coupon and it reminds me, oh, I like this place and like want to check out this and that and just figure to be willing to come along. I think the thing was that the, the guy like tried to use the coupon on the date and they wouldn't accept it. Oh, that is And then he was like, can I see the manager? Oh, okay. That. (laughs) Then they went into very, I know, it was like so funny actually. Um, But yeah, anyway, so we were trying to go to the comedy cellar. Jared was not showing. I checked. Mm -hmm. He's in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) And his coordinates are. (laughs) I'm actually going to track around him. Um, He's coming to Vancouver soon. I'm going to maybe try and. Okay. Follow him to the subway. <laughs> no, he tells people. Chloroform. Oh, I know. I sound like such a. Oh, I just sound like such a freak. <laughs> he tells people to come. He told me to come here to the house. <laughs> I'm at the hotel because he wanted me here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's normal. It's fine. He's single, actually. <laughs> oh my gosh. Adding details. <laughs> we should not be happy. He says that. So he's looking for love. He's matching with people on Hinge. Not unhinged people, but... <laughs> you set your Hinge settings to just his age. <laughs> like a five-mile radius. And I, like, live at my location. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's got to be in the West Village. <laughs> anyway, he says, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. Yeah. I didn't have to look far for this information. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you get when you freely give away your information, Jared. <laughs> Don't get the surveillance day is me. <laughs> I'm coming. Anyway, all of this belongs under psychotic behavior, really. A little bit. <laughs> Maybe we need to re- rebrand. <laughs> we need to rename our podcast. I I have thought about if we should rename the podcast. All right. Well, another discussion. I like the name, but it just like could there be a more apt title? What are you saying about? Why are you looking confused? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what could be more apt than literally I need help from you? But 
Um, I feel like I'm not usually helpful mm, ever in life. Maybe there's a joke there, then. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah. Everything we're saying is ironic. That's for millennials for things to be ironic. Yeah. Isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic? Who's, who's saying that? <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Fiona so Apple, I think. Oh, Oh, who's saying that? Yeah. I thought you were just said who's saying that, asserting that I just said it. Anyway. Yeah, this is not the being beam. <laughs> I just have an accent, I guess. No one knows. What accent do you have? Like, I should be the person who has your accent because we were raised together. We were, but I don't know even. <laughs> I talked about it with Brooke later. I was like, anyway. Um, you think about comedy? Went to a comedy show. Uh-huh. We were trying to go to the comedy cellar. On my podcast that I was listening to, also going up there as well as coming back home. So the podcast. It's like, I'm starting to get, I'm, wow, yeah. Am I upset? I'm getting scared. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting scared how much I love this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, black out while I'm listening. And the next thing I know, I'm in the West Village. And I'm, <laughs> I'm outside the door. My hand's up ready to knock. <laughs> um, so I, they said, it was crazy. It was like, it was like fortune. <laughs> It was, like, it was like fortune. It was like fortune. Fortune 500. It was like fortune knew and smiled upon me with mm-hmm. favor. Mm-hmm. And they said, we had just looked at the, I just bought tickets. I'm telling this badly. We had looked at tickets at the comedy cellar earlier that day and it mm-hmm. had said sold out. Mm-hmm. And while I'm driving up to New York, they're like, oh, they say sold out for every show. On my podcast, they said this. Oh. Because <laughs> Jared Freed plays at the comedy cellar and I was like oh and they were like don't worry you should still be able to get in just get in line like a half an hour before the show Mm -hmm. I was like that's great advice but we'd actually already bought tickets somewhere else Mm -hmm. the grizzly pair and then it was also six of us so yeah I was like that's probably too many anyway to be like in line it's like too big of a group so anyway we went to the grizzly pair and here comes some slams oh I was not impressed. Whoa. I was like, these are comedians in New York? <laughs> New York. The comedy central of the world? Question mark? Is that LA? That's stand a great up. question. Stand up is like... I feel like the comedy central of the world is like <laughs> some random city in like Michigan. <laughs> no. It could be Chicago. I don't know. Maybe. Well, they're big city. for improvs. Yeah, yeah. I mean... But it's just New York. It's so it's many just people. New York. People go there to see comedy. Right. There's, I mean, just a ton of comedians. I, comedians, <laughs> they tell the future in a funny way. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's actually that my was, brand. That was like my very brain funny. worked. It worked. Clicked in. Like, what a classic joke to make. You should be up on the stage in New York. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is the moral of the story. <laughs> I was like, these people are doing comedy? I can do punk. I breaking it's actually a motivational club <laughs> but like mediocre comedians up there and they're like you can do it you can do it like, yeah i'm like yeah these people are some of them are saint well it got so many weird vibes there was one guy that i fully like liked mm-hmm. the rest of the people even if i liked them there's one this one woman she was visiting from texas even like mm. had given up her career to be a comedian she admitted this mm. and then she kind of started it got a little rambly Mm. Like, I was like, whoa, what's happening? And then there was this Russian woman. I mean, she was New York, but she her her shtick was that she's Russian. And she kind of was getting, like, aggressive. Mm. 
And that's just Russian. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, no, yeah. But then, like, she wasn't, she was like, she started to acknowledge the word too, but like only kind of half acknowledge it. Ooh. Like, I was just confused. Yeah. And then there was another girl who was, she just, I, I mean, she was kind of funny. But she gave vibes of, like, full of herself, but she was wearing mm. this really terrible scarf and really weird belt. Mm. I think there's a thing where, like, you know, uh, do I like to make fun of people? I'm half-half. But uh-huh. if you're going to be a certain way, you can't look that specific <laughs> in a way especially that could be bad. I mean, yeah, I'm starting to dress like a Crayola crayon more recently. Yeah. So I'm aware of this sort of dressing specifically, but mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm ready for it. Also. Yeah. Like, and I know, and it, it's, I, okay, so I feel like it's a choice. Oh, oh, and here was my biggest complaint. You're, you're, get, buckle up. This girl, so she looked like a missionary kid. That was basically how it came off. Uh-huh. And then it turns out that her parents met at Bible college. And I oh. was like, oh, so this maybe is just how you dress because your parents met at Bible college. But then her very last joke was something sexual. <laughs> oh. But she was talking about how, like, it was like, well, I would never call you daddy because I'm Christian or something. She's like, I would call you father. And then she crossed herself. And I, I'm not, I was like, this is Catholicism. <laughs> I was like, that's not Protestantism. If you're at a Bible college, if your parents went to Bible college, you're Protestant. You were never crossing yourself. And I was like, you're just playing into an idea you think people have of religion that wasn't actually your experience. Or you converted at some point. But I was like, that's a little duplicitous in my books. Um, You're not going to just agree with me on this one? <laughs> Sorry to say that I don't really care about that on, like, a level. I mean, like, I feel like you, you know, you can acknowledge it like that's not Protestantism. But also, like, in the service of the bit, it could be effective. I think maybe more the problem was, like, the joke is not that good. <laughs> so if well, you you could pull it off, but the joke is very funny. And it was, yeah. like, um, or, like, know. you know. I'm you, getting a little critical. I mean, Theology girl <laughs> over here. Like, what kind of comedy am I going into if I do comedy? It's like super specific <laughs> theology comedy. Hey, hey so listen. Predestination. <laughs> if you're Catholic, <laughs> you think there's an intermediary between you and the Lord. Oh. <laughs> That's not Jesus. Why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah. Hey, laugh. <laughs> laugh. I got, uh, yeah, a sudden different accent, too. And I kind of <laughs> it's my comedian accent. My comedian accent. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'm pretty picky when it comes to theology jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Better get them right. Um, yeah. Also, yeah. I feel like Bible college, there could be a lot of funny material there. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm like, that was the other thing. I was starved for very specific detailed experiences that mm-hmm. people actually had. Except the one guy who, he, I guess, works at a barbershop part-time too in like Harlem. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, these are actual things that he knows about. And yeah. I was like, I like that. And it just made me realize... Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm like, I have to do all this stuff about mom, Swedish mom. Yeah. And how are... I'm more into Bible college mom. <laughs> Who played college basketball. Sorry. 
I brags about it. <laughs> she doesn't that much, but it's just funny to be like, I can play college She's basketball. Enough. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you played basketball in college. I don't know. I would love to see mom. I've never seen her even pick up a basketball. That's true. Like for someone who played college basketball. <laughs> she didn't play after college. It's um, like she forgot the sport existed. Comedy question. A lot of my mm. TikTok is crowd work comedians. How do you feel about that? I, great question. I am, I think, a fan, depending on how you do it, mm-hmm. which there was some crowd work. It was a small crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so Ooh, that sorry. makes it hard. And it wasn't, a few people tried it, wasn't really working. Mm. And I think that's the thing. Like, if it's working, then yeah, go for it. I also, okay, um... Well, I want to hear your thoughts about crowd... You want to give your thoughts about the crowd work first, and then I have a question. Well, a lot of people in the comments are like, this is kind of, like, lazy or like not, like, you know, mm. a true form of comedy. But I feel like I tend to like, like, a little diversion from, like, the person on stage with Mike. Yeah. Like, I've been seeing some TikTok people, like, two people on stage have, like, a back and forth mm-hmm. more, and I think that's very funny. There's also this clip of A.D. Bryant, who was on SNL, doing, like, she has, like, a slideshow of, like, her journal from when she was a kid, and it's so funny, like, oh. her doing, like, bits about, like, her own journal, because it's crazy. But I feel like a little bit of a twist is nice, but sometimes it feels like, I don't know, people also, if you are sensitive to people being mean to you, oh, you shouldn't do crowd work, and you shouldn't do comedy, really, but, like... If you get angry during crowd work, unless it's, like, you know, you're really funny about it, like, it's just yeah. weird to watch, and it's a little bit, like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Like, no, that's the thing. It's, it. like, a very fine line. So, I, I was, yeah, I was kind of, I was really in my head. Well, you know I go to the stand-up show a lot in Vancouver. Yeah. And the MC there is the only, he sees himself, I think, as responsible for making sure people aren't heckling. Yeah. And he's just warming everyone up, and he will get mad, but I do think it's appropriate. Like, I've, yeah. I've seen him, and, like, he'll usually give someone a chance. Like, one time there's this guy who came in with, like, a fur coat and sunglasses, and he looked ridiculous, oh. and he was, like, vaping. Oh my gosh! And I was like, <laughs> three strikes are already out. I know it's so bad, and I think that the MC saw them even before they sat down and was like, "You guys need to be chill, all right." Yeah. But then they started commenting. He's like, "Hey man, saw you earlier." He's like, "Remember, we're gonna keep it chill. We don't talk." And then like he said something else. He's like, "Dude, I'm not every with you." He was mm. like, "You need to, you need to be quiet, or you need to get out." Like he was, Whoa. and it's like. It's very intense to see that, like, yeah, on a stage. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't have a lot of choices. Yeah. And and there's a good difference between, like, you know, one of the comedians and someone mm. who's, like, in charge of the event, like, yeah. you know, enforcing the rules. Totally. Well, there was someone talking, like, yeah, actually, there was, it was such a small room. Like, there's probably not even 30 people. Mm-hmm. And there was this one guy who was talking, and he started talking, and, like, yeah, one of my friends was even like, oh, I was, like, waiting for the comedian to, like, say something to him. Hmm. But at the very end, it was bizarre. This one woman said, he's, he's like, he said something, and she was like, what? Like, she interacted with him, because it was, like, the end of her set, and he's like, I said you got nice jugs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where are we, and why <laughs> is it 1985? I was like, what? <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, that's why, there were so many things that were happening that I was like, well, also... There were a lot of jokes about race in a way I was not expecting. Mm. And, I mean, I don't think anyone was actually, like, racist. It was jokes. But I was surprised. Mm. It was so many from so many of the comedians. There were six comedians. And I would Mm. say at least five of them 
had some sort of racial joke and I was like what is like is this the vibe like I don't know I was and like I was just so surprised and then yeah a lot of them you're saying like stuff with like crowd work and like position towards the crowd I feel like it was a little bit of like a like hostile sassy position Hmm. obviously there's sometimes like that tension but it should be like a fun tension yeah not like a tense tension yeah like and I was like I don't know I was just perplexed but the one the one question I had for you going back I've been thinking about this so much what is a joke and that is the question that is the question that we will end on I'm just kidding (laughs) and thanks for coming today (laughs) um I mean yeah it's it's so hard, like, to define, like, the barriers of a joke, especially if you're not doing, like, a knock-knock joke. Yeah. Or even, like, a comedian's joke. Like, <laughs> that's a joke. I feel like I can, def- you know, when you see it, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like art. Which is oh. like, what is art? You and know it when you see it. That's I have the point. degree. I don't know what art is. <laughs> no, I think it's, like, very, I think it's schematic. I almost think. You think it's schematic? Okay. <laughs> Do you think it's schematic? <laughs> Bless you. Um, I think I'm going to start defining joke as more like in the realm of surprise. A surprise. Hmm. A little, hmm. like, you could say a normal thing. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like the setup punchline, I think, is probably a lot of what a joke is. Like, there has to be, like, a little bit of, like, I don't know if it has to be a subversion, but there has to be, like, okay. a conclusion, maybe. Yeah. I mean, there could be a little joke in, like, even just... Tone, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was like, I was thinking, I, I don't know. I for some reason this is really bothering me. It's like, mm-hmm. what is a joke? And like, there are times where I'm like, I'm joking, but it's almost not a joke. But it, like, I am joking. I need to think mm-hmm. of an example. Um, like there are times where I'm like, like even when I talk to mom and dad and that like weird like, hi, it's me, your daughter, like. <laughs> You in some world, I guess you could take that seriously, but obviously mm-hmm. it's not serious. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm. I'm so. I'm really overanalyzing what a, a joke is, but at the same time, can I stop? Can I be stopped? Yeah, it was one of those things. Like, if you think about it a little bit, then you're like, oh my god, <laughs> what is this? I know. I just I'm so intrigued. So anyway, we did that, and then we left, and I was like, I guess I have to be a stand-up comedian now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I've got what it takes. If this is what there is, <laughs> I can surpass them with ease. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, obviously, I had to think that, and I would probably do way worse. But I'm just obligated to say that. So would I? I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I've done it before. I've done it before. I can, I can do, do it, it again. again. I can make you all laugh. No one audience. can stop me. <laughs> Unless they do. Unless they arrest me for stalking Jared Freed. <laughs> anyway. You have no proof except for this podcast. <laughs> you have, listen, it could have been anyone with a voice. AI generator. <laughs> That's the topic Dude. of today. Oh my gosh. There's a topic? Well, I, today, a bunch of like videos of Ariana Grande mm. singing songs that are not hers like through AI. Is it Ariana Pequeno? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, but ooh. Ooh, ooh. okay, continue. Um, <laughs> can't do crowd work with that attitude. Um... <laughs> Getting a lot of style. But yeah, just like songs made to 
sound like Ariana Grande. Everyone's like, this is so freaky. Like, it sounds just like her. And it is, like, you know, kind of freaky. And, like, you know, probably people could release, like, covers of songs Mm -hmm. that they did not sing. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, you know, I feel like I kind of get the ability to make someone's voice, like, use close to someone's voice to sound like someone else. Like, I think that, like, that kind of makes sense to my brain. It's like, oh, you can maybe like, edit someone's voice and make them sound like someone else. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, my gosh, like, you conjured a face from nothing. Yeah. Well, all of it, I just feel like, I mean, I don't know. It's going to happen whether we like it or not. Mm. Yeah, Kristen's very unbothered by AI. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I used to be really bothered, and now I'm just, mm. like, as resigned as I am in a Buick in New York. <laughs> You can New York the new Woody Allen film. <laughs> um, we don't support Woody Allen on the podcast. Um, at least I don't. I, it's not even a question of support. Oh. I don't even. I don't have any like. I don't even know anything about this guy. Basically. Okay. Um, I mean, I do know the situation. But yeah. I, I don't think I. I don't even know if I've seen like a Woody Allen film or if it's just. We're it's, not getting into this. It seems this. like you would have though. I did think I saw, like, one of his least popular ones. And I saw it in theaters in Ecuador, obviously. Oh, underground. <laughs> and I it was, I remember watching it and being like, huh? It was, like, 2013. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I was going to say, I love when there's, like, a news topic. This is going to sound so terrible. I love when there's, like, a news topic or, like, a world event or just something that, like, you know, could be, like, concerning. And you're like, I actually just don't care about it. And... You know, you should care about things, of course, but you can't care about everything, and I you mean, don't we've care been about over everything. this. We don't. You can't. Your capacity is limited. Yeah, and but like a lot of things, like you know, are troubling, and I care about them a lot. And I'm like, wow, this is a big deal. And other things, I'm like, I actually don't even feel invested in that enough to mm-hmm. be bothered ever. I mean, complicado as always because we bring up the tough issues. Yeah, here. But, you know, then I'm going to bring in one component as an example. So, um, actually, Jared and (laughs) Giordano were talking about this on their podcast, UF. Have you heard of it? (laughs) And Jared was saying how he had a new jacket from Abercrombie. Mm. And I was like, wow. um, Yeah, Abercrombie. And they got into Giordano had just watched the documentary thing that they made, like White Hot or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. About, uh, sorry, about Abercrombie. Yeah. Abercrombie didn't make it. <laughs> Jared didn't make it. Giordano didn't okay. make it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm following. Okay. White Hot. The, yeah. The documentary. And, like, how bad their behavior was and, like, all this weird stuff. Yeah. I won't get into it. Go listen to their <laughs> podcast. Or watch the documentary. <laughs> or do whatever you want. But they were saying everyone cared about how bad Abercrombie was for a while. Mm. And now no one cares anymore. Yeah. And Abercrombie's hmm. back and they're doing great. And that's the thing. It doesn't even really something's like are almost like socially determined. Like culturally, people just decided not to care, basically. And yeah. they're like, all right, we don't care. Mm-hmm. There's a book mm-hmm. I read many years ago called So You've Been Publicly Shamed mm-hmm. by John Ronson, Ron Johnson. Why can I never? <laughs> why, why, why? You'd think I would just dedicate to learning which one it is. I think it's John Ronson. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, though. But basically, it's like a, a kind of assessing, evaluating why some people are forgiven for their public foibles mm-hmm. and others are not. Yeah. And you can go read that book if you feel inclined. 
Yeah, and tell us what they said. What, tell me what they said. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? Um, what do you? Oh, caring about things and how I that don't. That was before then. Um, Erzan is a Buick in. Oh, new. Yeah, oh yeah, AI. True. Oh AI. Are you trying to talk about this more right now? No. Amazing. Or is it time to formally transition into topics? It's topic time. Topic time. Topic time. It's the topic of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke about the topic of cancer. I was like, I was like, is this how you announce that we're talking about cancer? We'll be right back after this very short break. I totally did not know Dallas already saying cancer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's time to, it's time to talk about cancer. We're not talking about cancer. I mean, um, I do wonder if I have cancer every day. Yeah, we got the hypochondriac gene... All, you have all too. sisters, all sisters, great and small in this family. Really, I didn't know Lauren had it. I mean, I don't know if everyone kind of has some of it, but I'm always like, it could be something like truly it's, wrong like, in my, my body. My lymph node's swollen. Mm. I'm like my something in the middle is inflamed, <laughs> something in the middle. and you don't want the stuff in the middle to get the cancer because that is bad. Yeah, it's harder to get through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so the topic that so is not cancer. Um, cancer free, maybe I would say. <laughs> I think you know, maybe some of you saw this coming. No, <laughs> I'm saying it's coming. We gotta talk about buckle fat removal. Buckle fat removal. Maybe you think it's called buccal. Have you not heard about this? No. This, this is literally unbelievable. You haven't heard about this. <laughs> like I said, this a lot because I don't know about things. This is why we do this podcast. <laughs> you haven't heard anything. B u c c a l. Is it the freezing the fat? No, that's. Because we did talk that, about that last night at dinner and how sometimes oh. it reverse engineers itself <laughs> and then fat just pops up oh around my your gosh. body. Oh my gosh. That's, um, that's, that's the scientific explanation. But yeah. Engineers and pops up everywhere. <laughs> you just get little fatty bulges or something. Oh, uh, already there. Oh. <laughs> oh in the game. Oh. <laughs> um, so, you, what is it? Buckle. It's called buckle. buckle, but truly to me, it is buccal because that's what I thought of first. And okay. it's when you get like here removed like between your cheekbone and your jaw like they oh. take this out so you have like really defined cheekbones um like some hunger <clears throat> games stuff um like some yeah. uglies yeah people have been talking about know. uglies i think that's really well yeah people I mean, were saying sense. i saw tiktok about it i mean most find it and send it to you but for clarification uglies, purposes the book uglies the book's Series, series, even of course, is like all these. At a certain age, everyone in society gets a surgery that makes them pretty. Yeah. Now, it really works in a book um, because you can't see anything, right? And also, like <laughs> to do it. Well, I think like they it's been kicked around as like making it into like a live action yeah. thing for a long time. But I feel like probably now, like any actor is already like a pretty. Well, that's the thing. You like yeah. You well, and also it'd have to be so distinct because in the book you can tell who's had the surgery and who hasn't. 
Yeah. Like, I actually think it works better conceptually because if you had a surgery that was, like, to beautify someone, I actually think it would have to be, like, to some sort of freak level. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of, like, implied in the yeah. text, I, I believe. Um, but it wouldn't have the same effect then if we visualized it now without having that beauty standard actualized in society. Yeah. Like, it, it's literally, it was too correct that you can't even, yes. like, depict it now because... It's just kind of, like, real. Like, not to be, like, 1984, but, like, <laughs> like is, is kind of real, and yeah. it's a little spooky. And, and it's also I need our lives, actually. <laughs> it's actually my, my biography. <laughs> oh, Sarah. <laughs> okay, so um, bugle. Bugle fat removal. This was, like, to in my sphere of the online space, extremely trendy. Wow. Like, Twitter and TikTok ablaze. And I think it's, like, I don't know if it's, like, a newer surgery. I think it's not, like, newer, newer, because, like... I think, like, um, Joan Crawford or someone got it, like, back in the day. But it's, like, yeah, to make your cheekbones more defined, people are speculating that a lot of people have gotten it, a lot of celebrities. Yeah. I think a notable example is Leah Michelle. like, they're comparing some pictures of her. Isn't she a little hated in general? Yeah, I think she's The one thing I know about her is that people say she can't read. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke about her. And maybe she can, maybe she can. She can read music, though. That's for there sure. There you go, girl. There <laughs> you go, can, girl. Actually, I imagine she can. Okay. Um, but, yeah, well, it's like, you know, the surgery, plastic surgery, surgery. cosmetic surgery, culture. <laughs> surgery. If you haven't heard the song by Devender Banhart called Surgery, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be really fun for you. I actually just sang the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I didn't really have, like, a huge point about this because I assumed that you would know about it and we could talk about oh. it together. But, well, like, through, like, end of December-ish, maybe early January, like, buckle fat removal, the hot topic, everyone talking about it, like, huge, huge, huge. People were probably, like, you know, booking procedures left and right. And now it's, like, people are still talking about it and it's still kind of, like, a joke. But I feel like the wave of that, like, as part of the trend cycle... <laughs> It's kind of, like, over and gone. Wow. And, like, to have a surgery on your face wow, yeah. be, like, you know, a two-month-ish blip that is now gone. And also, like, everyone's, like, people are justifying it. Not justifying. People are talking about, like, oh, when you, if you get that and you age, you'll look, like, really skeletal because you lose a lot of mm-hmm. face fat. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, well, I think, like, you know, using how you look in the future to say, like, don't change how you look now. Like, it's it's still, like, very appearance-based. Yeah. It's, like, maybe you just, like, could we think about freeing ourselves from a mindset where, like, you have to, like, permanently alter yourself in mm. different ways that, like, you know, are not risk-free, like, surgery, like, has risks, like, if yeah. you... And it's... It's your face. Like, I feel like... It's your face, man. Not, not to be stupid, but that's your face. Like, it... To change your face so extremely, it just feels like... Like, to look at yourself, it would be, like, frightening ways. People, like, you know, they love their surgeries and they, like, enjoy getting them. Surgery. But it just seems, like, kind of spooky to be, like... To change your face, to change your life, to change a way to be a different, a cheek, a bone, a fat removed. Whoa. That's what you sounded like. That's why I said it. Did you make that up? Yes. I thought you were setting a poem. That sounded great. (laughs) You should write that down. Because we have recorded it. We'll be releasing a poem book in conjunction with the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my thoughts are we talk about body mod a lot, and so yeah. does the world, and so do people. And so on, do you. Yeah, and listeners, brought to you by listeners who 
chat about body mod like you. Yeah. But we are going to need Jocelyn as a guest at some point, mm. who's actually a plastic surgeon, mm. to talk about these things if it doesn't violate HIPAA, which apparently, news update a year later, whatever we said that we thought was violating HIPAA doesn't. What did we think was violating HIPAA? I don't remember, but Jocelyn <laughs> told me we were fine. I said we must have been kidding. I mean, yeah, that's... <laughs> Yes. We, I do think it violated HIPAA. Well, we don't have any patients, so how would we even violate Yeah, you can't really violate HIPAA if I you're can't not a doctor. I can't even remember what we said, so. Yeah. Well, you sounded really serious. I was, I was Listen, like, no, no one's not. coming for us yet. Yeah. So, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay, cool. So, that was topic number one. I learned about it. Check. Do you have any thoughts about it? Um, <laughs> yeah. What are my thoughts? feel like it's gonna echo things i've said in the past of like it is nice to think about how we could accept ourselves Mm -hmm. and also people are gonna do what they're gonna do Mm -hmm. that's true i think i was saying this maybe in an unreleased episode maybe not (laughs) but i think there's a lot of this attitude where like you talk about things like body modifications or like you know less than perfect feminist behaviors of being mm-hmm. like we'll do what you want to do like I'm, i am not gonna tell what you do like i would say maybe don't get your buckle fat removed <laughs> and i think that you probably should not because one of the things is like i think that probably the body that you <laughs> came to naturally will probably come back in style at some point in time <laughs> maybe not in your lifetime maybe not in the next one but like yeah. the odds of you coming back around into the trend are heightening as the trends shift back and forth so quickly so I mean, here's what I'll say. And here's what I'll say on a, maybe a broader scale. Because mm-hmm. I think what your comment is very trend-based. And so are our lives. You know? Yeah. It wasn't my only thought, though. I have to oh, reiterate. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's not your only thought. I know that. Yeah. But I, I would say, no matter, if we continue to chase trends, which, like, look, I, yeah, I'm dressed like a crayon. I love a trend mm-hmm. of my own making. Um, <laughs> I love to follow the trends I make up for myself. That's just called personal style. <laughs> hey, um, I think it is impossible to be happy mm-hmm. as long as the trends dictate your happiness. Yeah, and the more we externalize happiness, the more fleeting we will find it. That's so true. If we find it at all. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I've been. You want to know the? This belongs in psychotic behavior. <laughs> Side note, man, love that section. Really appropriate <laughs> for me. I have been driving around, and I'll be sitting in my car or something, mm-hmm. pulling up somewhere, and like the sun's behind the clouds, <laughs> and I just listen to my favorite song or something. Mm-hmm. It's random, and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm pretty happy right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be like. Oh, how about that? The sneaky little feeling. I'm like, wow, I'm feeling pretty content. Yeah. Yeah. And I think whenever you feel that way, like, really, like, grab well, on. that's the thing. I think it's starting to become a little bit of a habit mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, what? Is she knows? practicing gratitude? Um, Look out. I mean, am I experiencing a blessing, a blessing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a gift. I don't know. It's been very peculiar. Like, mm. I, and I, I, you know, because I add in intentionally, like, I can't believe it. Mm. I, I'm being happy with everything <laughs> going on. I'm like, what a crazy thing. Mm. But it's, yeah. This but, is like a concept, like revolutionary joy. 
can I tell you one other thing about that? No. <laughs> but people talk about, like, you know, for fixing the world's problems, like, you have to, like, be, like, really, like, invested in the joy of living oh. and trying to, like, maintain that. Wow. Okay. So, yes. I, um, I will... There was one statement from a book. There was a big, uh, dare I say, trend of cool people in my grad school vicinity reading this book, and mm. I didn't hop on it in time. It's a very long book. But I do know a lot about it because mm-hmm. it's a classic. And there was one, I don't know, something I was reading or something I was listening to where they they cite this part, and there's something where some guy is sad or whatever. And... um I don't know, someone else is talking to him or something. I don't even remember the details. One day I will read this book. Mm-hmm. But the line is, uh, water the earth with the joy of your tears. and mm-hmm. love those tears. Mm. And I was so impacted by that. And I thought, I mean, I still think about it quite a bit because mm-hmm. it's like that feeling where you're so just like in in life, you're just you just it just hits you how in life you are hmm. and i think the fragility like is just a natural accompaniment to that like you almost can't escape it hit for me it just hits me so hard yeah you do hmm. want to cry and then i'm like even the crying itself is this miraculous thing that i'm capable of hmm. and that is when i am stoked yeah <laughs> uh that's all i have to say about that yeah, that was very beautiful <laughs> Yeah, so let's talk about pop culture. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I, it's really intriguing. Mm-hmm. I studied philosophy just to learn that feeling, actually, I think. <laughs> I learned how to be happy when I for philosophy. one minute. For one minute. Every week. <laughs> no. And that's a bit of a win for me. If that were it, that might be enough, actually. Wow. Which is crazy. I don't have this recorded. You should write this all down. <laughs> we are ready to roll. <laughs> I'm writing a book. Um, yeah, what's your next topic? Um, my topics weren't Oh, my goodness. Great. <gasps> the Eagles game starts in 15. So we do have to speed we it up. We got 30. It's 8.15. Oh, it's 8.15. We got 30. So, okay. But I was thinking, since we're not like exploding with time, we should maybe just move on to psychotic behavior because that's... A topic and mine right. were kind of like, you know, mid. I think you're going to like this one. Okay. So I Strap actually, it. I, listen, I, I need a psychotic behavior section every time because every, I, I'm all the poetic stuff I just said is probably going to be undermined by this. <laughs> I watched a TikTok video. Okay. Good start. Let me acknowledge at the, at the top here that this is, I'm calling it psychotic behavior for a reason, okay? Let it be a joke. Okay. We're joking. Hey. <laughs> we are kidding. <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> Wait, hey. Um, this isn't even our voices. No. It's AI generated. It's AI generated only. These aren't even real people. Ooh. Ooh. We should have a third host who's fake. <laughs> I mean, probably pretty soon. Um, so I watched this TikTok where it was like, it was like, Say to your past self, like, tell, go warn yourself that that's a bad idea, like, when you're in a bad situation or something. And I was like, oh, that's silly. And then I was like, whoa. (laughs) Pause. We, as, (laughs) as you live now, go back, like, think back to a bad idea and be like, that's a bad idea. Well, like, go tell your past self. Like, go, go travel through time. (laughs) 
<laughs> is this like a mind exercise? No, it's truly just like someone was saying that your few when you have a okay. I think the video itself was like when you <laughs> your face right now is really indicative of the psychotic like, behavior section. I feel like I'm um, like, I don't know what you're talking about. It was like saying when you get a bad feeling uh-huh. in certain situations. Oh, it's you. It's your future self coming to warn you. Oh. Like, there's certain feelings. So then, when you're living your life, <laughs> in, the, in the present, you have to go back in time and warn your past self. Mm-hmm. Or give them a little feeling. Be like, look mm-hmm. out. And then I was like, so then I was thinking about it. I was like, thinking about, you know, X negative situation, Y negative situation. I'm like, am I now? <laughs> Maybe I'm telling myself right now. Could be. And then I was like, what's going on with my past (laughs) self? And then I'm like, I mean, some of this is like a little funny because I don't know about your therapy experiences, but sometimes you're supposed to like reparent yourself and stuff too. Mm. It's a little wooey-wooey feeling. (laughs) But you're also like, I guess it's good for me. Uh And a trained adult is telling me to do this weird mental practice, so okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're, like, supposed to hang out with your past self, and mm. sometimes you're supposed to, like, envision your future self, mm. which I got an immediate, very clear idea of who I think I'm going to be in, like, three years. Oh, wow. Which was, guess what? Still wearing wide leg pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the trends may change, but my wide leg pants aren't going anywhere. I think they were made for me. Uh, but yeah, okay. I was like, I don't know. This whole idea is just very, it's like a fun thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like a mental brain thinky hobby you have? <laughs> I can't say that I do. I can say, listen, I can say this. This is a psychotic behavior section. Um, what are you saying? I'm, like a, a thinking brain daydream like, hobby. Like, like a, I think you think a lot. I think, yeah, for fun though. <laughs> like it's a hobby. I like don't it's know not if I know like this, a, actually. It's not like a compulsion, like your OCD that you have that plagues you all the time. It's like a fun thing you do for fun. Can you give an example? Yeah. When I, <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I was in first grade. I. <laughs> so how do you? Know, someone say was there in a grade and not think of the Macklemore lyric. I thought that I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> really impossible. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. When I was in first grade, my fun hobby daydream was that I was a very tiny person Ooh. controlling a robotic <laughs> cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Have I never told you this? No, you might have. I just can't remember. <laughs> that was my dream. <laughs> You're not like aspirational dream. I mean, if it was possible, <laughs> it's, this if is, that could have been done indeed, I would have been applying left and right. If I could have shrank myself, <laughs> and I in my in this like fantasy, I sat in the head of a cheetah, uh-huh. and I just ran really fast across the Sahara, mm. and the other cheetahs thought I was a cheetah. Whoa, that was like my dream. And I just used to think about, I don't know, it's, like, so crazy to me now, but there's something so alluring about being the fastest animal on Earth. Yeah. And they looked so cool. Uh-huh. So, okay. So, yeah, that's my example. <laughs> so, what what were you saying about that in regards to that? Um, well, now I can think about hanging out with my past and future self as, like, a fun, thinky hobby. Yeah. I'll say I'm ahead of the curve on this one. Okay. <laughs> I'm just I'm losing. But um, uh, many a time through a hard time, I will think like, 
I'll have this vision where I'm like, you know, well, every version of me in the past and future is all coming around, like the current version who's having a hard time. And then you oh. have to think like when you're doing okay, like think back to when you were like at like a low point and be like, Whoa. I'm there for you, girly. And oh, then Sarah, that's like the same. Yeah. Well, I was. I'm tying it in together. We are related. We're related. We're relating. Yeah. We're kind to each other. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> And yeah. past future we self. should probably text dad that we I just did. Okay, good. Um yeah, but I think it, obviously there's more applications than what I was using it for. But I think like it is comforting. Well, like, you know, you always have to root for yourself, but like to think of like people who are more advanced in their life or like mm-hmm. a little kid being like, I yeah. care about you a lot, like it is like mm-hmm. a nice way to be like, you know, there's probably people around you who love you, but like to be your number one advocate, I think is also a comforting feeling. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely very interesting to think about when I think about, like, little me. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, very bizarre even. So everyone either send a warning or a little hug to another version of you. It can even be in the Whoa. future. <laughs> and you know what? If you think it's weird, then just remember this is the psychotic behavior section. And yeah. You don't have to like it. So turn off the podcast. Just be nice. Just have fun, okay? Just loosen up. Get a, get a pair of sweatpants on. Things can be fun in life, okay? Yeah. I One of my <laughs> models, this is stupid, one of my models I've been adopting recently is breathe in, breathe out, have a nice day. Oh. And... Sometimes you forget to do any of that, and then wow, it's great. My motto is phone, keys, wallet, headphones, attitude. (laughs) (laughs) The millennial aggressively banging against the walls of its cage. And with that, it's time to watch the Eagles game. Wait, do we have a last segment that we could do quickly? No, that was it. Psychotic behavior. That was the last one? Yeah. That's great. We just have a nice tidy up. Yeah, that'll tidy up. Very silly, as we said. And I hit the spot. I'm, I'm, wow, and I wasn't even ostracized for my silly little behavior error components. Yeah, I'm judging at more random points. Oh, uh, yeah, unexpectedly. <laughs> I feel like I, if something, like, is, you know, kind of crazy, I'm usually, like, not crazy, but a lot of times I'm like, oh, well, this is whatever, and then, like, a little thing, I'm like, stupid. <laughs> Like you say, wallet, keys, phone, <laughs> keys, wallet, headphones, attitude. attitude. <laughs> and that's where we're in. All right, that's all for today. Have a good one. Bye.